What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Biz DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This week on Cafe Mocha, we know Sabrina Fulton as the co-founder of the Trayvon Martin Foundation, but she's also running for office in Miami-Dade County. She joins us. Plus, it's back to school time. Dr. Aldwan Tart talks about protecting our children during the pandemic and explaining this racial uprising to them. Cafe Mocha begins now. We got the hit makers, trailblazers. Tastemakers and game changers. That's how we roll. This is Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo on the line. She is the co-founder of the Trayvon Martin Foundation and running for Miami-Dade County Commissioner District 1. We have Sabrina Fulton on the line. Welcome back to Cafe Mocha, Ms. Fulton. How are you doing, Ms. Fulton? I am doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm a little tired um, from campaigning, but I am doing good. I'm at home. I'm practicing um, social distancing. I'm wearing my mask. I'm washing my hands. I'm drinking my tea. I'm taking my vitamins. All of those things. (laughs) Well, you you had a fabulous fundraiser. You're running for Miami uh, Dade County Commissioner District 1, and you had a fundraiser, which you invited me to speak at, along with the fabulous and funny Jamie Foxx. And um, it was just so nice. And Tamika was also there um did we raise some funds for you is the first question you you certainly did and and i want to personally say thank you you did raise some funds for me i mean uh, you know every time i i do these events and everything people have these goals in mind but i just thank god for everything that i received that's right now tell us about running for commissioner district one why did you want to run and what does it entail to do um, I decided to run because I just feel like uh, I'm not moving out of Miami-Dade County. I love Miami. I love Florida. Um, even though we have some issues down here, I refuse to move and, and then move into another area. And then they have issues there. So I decided to stay here and fight. And even though, you know, I speak on a national level, um, I still feel like my passion is right here at home and I want to decide I decided to um, change what's going on around me change my community make improvements in my very own community um, I wanted to see positive change and I truly believe it starts with me um, some of the things that um, as a commissioner um, I'm gonna have to uh, <laughs> listen to a lot of organizations a lot of groups but more importantly I'm gonna be listening to the residents and that's what we have gotten away from we we, we have gotten into um, putting uh, uh, profit over people and I want to give that seat back to the people I came from Miami-Dade County as an pl- employee for 24 years 
Um, I worked at five different departments there. Um, I've been a long-time resident of Miami-Dade County, graduated all through high school, middle school, um, and I graduated from a college right here, uh, Florida Memorial University. And I just feel like, you know, I'm one of the residents. And not only on the inside as an employee, but I know the outside as well as a resident and what their complaints are. And I just feel like I need to give it a shot. I'm passionate about what I think. I'm passionate about what I do. And I just really want to give that feedback to the residents. Voting is August 18th if you're registered in Miami. We've got more coming up. This is Cafe Mocha. We're talking to Sabrina Fulton, and um, I remember when I first interviewed you, I remember what your hair looked like and your dress, and you were so modest and so humble. And, you know, at that time, you were talking about sort of being accidentally drafted into the spotlight. I mean, obviously, the reason that you're here is because of the loss of Trayvon. And now to watch you this many years later, just, I mean, how do you feel about what Um, you're doing, all that you're giving back to this, this country? I I just, I I can't stop. I just, I, I, I've been on this, you know, on this journey and I just can't stop. I feel like this is just another level of what I've been doing, working through the Trayvon Martin Foundation. So I just, I just feel like it's time for me to step it up a notch. And so I I tell people about when I first decided, um, it kind of hit me, it gave me a gut feeling. And sometimes we have to follow those gut feelings because I had been praying to God and asking God to give me direction on if I should run for office. And it took a whole year and I didn't move until God told me to move. And so um, I didn't tell anybody because a lot of times we, we we talk ourselves out of it. And I didn't want to talk myself out of it. I wanted God to speak to me clearly. So I said, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody. And I didn't. I didn't. I went to another event a couple of weeks later in Pittsburgh. Well, when I came back home, I grabbed my a few of my family members and a few of my friends. And I said, listen, I'm going to be running for Miami-Dade County Commissioner. I'm proud of you for, for doing that, but it, it, I also want to tell the, the, the listeners that it takes money, and we need to support you. You've been nothing but supportive of everything from Mothers in the Movement to the Trayvon Martin Foundation, and if you want to um, contribute to Sabrina's campaign, she deserves this spot. She's going to work hard. Go to www.sabrinafulton.com. That money is going to be used to, to help fund my campaign. Well, I'm definitely going to contribute. This is Yo-Yo. And definitely go to www.sabrinafulton.com and show my support. Sabrina Fulton's running for Miami-Dade County Commissioner. Voting is August 18th. Thank you so much for joining us and, and best of luck with your campaign. in the palm of your hands. Take us everywhere. Anytime. Download the Cafe Mocha Radio app. Take us with you 24-7. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo on the line. Our favorite therapist. Yes. 
the man with many of the answers to life. Yes, we <laughs> love like this. We absolutely do. Dr. Alduan Tart. Uh, thank you. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Tart. How's the quarantine been treating you? Hey, up and down like most people, making the adjustments, but I'm making the best of it, trying to take care of the people with everything that's going on. As you know, here in Georgia, we, we're trying to just get our mask on. We're, trying, we're behind everyone else in the country. We're just trying to get everyone to mask up. Well, you know, the good thing is you'll never be behind Alabama, so there's that. No, they mandated masks today. <laughs> Yeah, they did, Alabama, didn't they? <laughs> Al- we are behind Alabama. Alabama mandated masks today, and we have not. So it's official. Georgia is worse than Alabama. <laughs> Let me ask you, though. Um, let's start with the psychology of what's been happening. The fact that many of us have been sent home and are working from home. The fact that, you know, our money and our jobs are in trouble. Like what emotionally and mentally should we be doing right now to keep ourselves sane and, you know, at least mentally sane? Financially, we can't do anything about that, but mentally. I will one, when it comes, let's talk about couples. Couples need to make sure that they are blocking off time with just their spouse, especially if you have kids that have returned home or kids that are home because they're not in school, they're not going to be in school anytime soon, especially if your COVID numbers are up in your state. So you have to make sure that you block off time to have the house to yourself, whether the kids go outside and play. But couples are really, really struggling with either spending too much time together and not getting space or not getting enough one-on-one time because there are too many people at home. So that's with couples. Now, if you're not in a relationship, you're dealing with two pandemics. You're dealing with COVID-19 and you're likely dealing with loneliness because you likely lost your work environment. You, you don't feel comfortable being around your friends and family because you're not sure how they move. And so it's important that I was going to put it out there that you're on these apps, you're, you're on these different apps and you are meeting people and you are connecting so that you can get comfortable enough with someone so that you can have a social distance date and then eventually meet someone that you can spend, I'm going to be honest, the next year to two years with because COVID's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's Cafe Mocha talking to Dr. Aldwan Tart. When we get back, I want to talk about the images that we've been seeing on TV of George Floyd and all that's been going on and sort of how we protect our kids from stuff like that, okay? Uh, this is Cafe Mocha. We've got more with Dr. Tart on the way. We've been on a tragedy for months. Why can't you agree? Get up close with a hot cup of Cafe Mocha. Lay back and enjoy our flavor. Radio from a woman's perspective. Lonnie Love's episode of Love and Listing on VH1 airs August 17th. Make sure you check it out on the way. Dr. Alduan Tart talks about protecting our kids in these very scary times. That's up next on Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha on the line, Dr. Alduan Tart, psychologist and family therapist. Uh, Dr. Tart, you know, there's a lot of senseless killings happening and it's affecting our children. What can parents say to their children about what's happening and actually what's happening with the state of the world right now? I mean, first of all, we have to shield our kids from what they're watching. Anytime a police officer or a firefighter, you know, uh, is engaged in anything traumatic, they're pulled out of 
out of work and they, and they have to meet with a psychologist. So we make sure they don't take that home. But what, who protects our kids when they're watching what happened to George Floyd on TikTok, on Instagram, on Snapchat? So our kids are being inundated of what's happening with, you know, police brutality and, and violence. And they are affected. They are traumatized. And then we call that, you know, indirect trauma. They're watching it indirectly. And so they're being traumatized the same way as someone that's watching it. This is the same thing as seeing a shooting in the neighborhood. When you're watching it on Instagram or on TikTok, you're experiencing the same thing. Is that so true? A lot of t- that's, that's, that's true. You're watching it. You're watching something real. This is not TV. You're watching something real as if you were there. So people are traumatized by watching George Floyd say, I can't breathe as he is losing his life and no one is helping him. So what's happened is that our kids have seen that with George Floyd. They saw it with Rashad Brooks. They saw it with Ahmaud Arbor. You can go with Breonna Taylor. So the things that they're actually seeing, any given minute, it's something new, someone new, some other police incident. And so our kids are watching that and they're traumatized. And we have to treat them the same way we treat a soldier or anyone else that's suffering trauma or post-traumatic stress disorder. What can we do other than, you know, I know we say therapy, but there, there are people that can't afford it. So there's some books that we can give them, Dr. Tart, or, you know, is it constantly talking to them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and what age group do we talk? You know, can you break that down a little bit? Yeah, yeah. You have to, well, first of all, uh, most insurance companies have made teletherapy completely free by covering the, co- the co-pay. So I have clients all over the nation right now because they've been trying to get in, but they weren't local. All therapists are working from home or their office, you know, by themselves. And they're seeing all their clients via Zoom or Teladoc. And, and the same with primary care physicians. They're seeing people the same way. And so, because now with telehealth, it doesn't matter where they are. All right, and number two, you have to meet your kids based upon what they've seen and and their level of maturity. So first of all, you're asking them what they saw and what they think of it. And then you'll know how to respond. There are some kids that'll be less affected and there's some kids that'll be more affected. With really young kids, we saw with the TikTok that they were afraid of the police because that's what they're seeing in their social media. They're seeing and they are associating the police with someone that wants to hurt someone of color. It's Cafe Mocha on the line with our favorite psychologist, um, Dr. Aldon Tart. I want to talk about the upcoming school year uh, when we get back, okay? We salute you. Let your girls know. It's Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, Yo-Yo on the line, our resident psychotherapist. (laughs) Um, It's going to be time to get back to school. Everybody is trying to figure out what that'll look like. And I mean, I I wouldn't send my kids to school. (laughs) Uh, Let's start there. Uh, what if you're in a state that's saying, oh yeah, go, it's fine, no big deal. What should parents be thinking and what should they be doing with regard to that and just making sure their kids are protected? So here's the, the thing that you want to do. You want to make sure that your kids are masking up. You want to mandate that the schools are making sure that everyone else is masking up. But that's not a political issue. Let me break that down because this has already happened. All right. So if you allow a kid not to wear a mask and that kid comes in 
and that kid tests positive for COVID later. Everyone in that classroom has to quarantine, so including the teacher, for 10 to 14 days. And remember, kids change, especially in middle school and high school, they change classes. So that means that everyone that had a contact with that kid, that could be six to seven periods, then has to quarantine. So basically, you shut down school because one kid refused to wear a mask, was asymptomatic, and spread it to everyone else. Because what we know is that the mask does not protect you from getting COVID. The mask protects people with COVID from giving it to others. Now, wearing the mask, let me be clear, wearing the mask does give you a higher level of protection, but it is not foolproof. Where it goes down to 1%, according to CDC and according to John Hopkins and according to Stanford, is when the mask is on the person that has COVID or is unaware that they have COVID because it can't get out and be airborne. So you have to mandate that your, your kids' schools are mandating masks and are requiring the kids to social distance. Now, the other piece of that is you also have to make sure that you balance and make sure your kids are, are, are being social, and especially to make sure that it's safe for your kids that are athletes. We're in a situation to where our daughter is uh, sheltered in, school starting online, but she's on the volleyball team. The volleyball team, the football team, and softball teams, as of right now, are still practicing. So you have to make sure that they have safety protocols, and you have to make sure that it's worth the risk for them to be able to play. It could be a great win because it gives them an outlet, or it could be a risk. And you have to work with CDC and your local doctors to make sure that they are regulating the high school uh, sports, middle school sports, for your kids to make sure that they're safe and social. Dr. Aldwan Tart, how do people reach you? Uh, they can reach me at drtart.com, but just follow me on Instagram at drtart. That's D-R-T-A-R-T-T. Thank you, Dr. Tart. Wow. We're your number, number one, one spot, spot for radio from a woman's perspective. Socially savvy at Cafe Mocha Radio on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and CafeMochaRadio.com. Hey, it's the West Coast Diva. Tell them follow the leader. It's yo, yo. And I'm calling all my female DJs who's got the perfect blend of old school and R&B. Cafe Mocha's looking for you to turn up our mocha mix. No, we're not looking for an announcer or jock on air personality. We want a real live DJ who's got the skills to hold it down. If you can jam in the mornings, thump in the afternoon, and rock the weekends anytime, visit CafeMochaRadio.com and submit your audition clip for a chance to spend for three months on Cafe Mocha. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. We have our VP pick. Here are some of the best moments of Kamala Harris. You know, there was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. Here she is grilling Attorney General Bill Barr. The American public has seen quite well that you are biased in this situation and you've not been objective. And that would arguably be the conflict. Well, you know, I haven't been the only decision maker here. And fighting for an anti-lynching bill after George Floyd's death. Black lives have not been taken seriously as being fully human and deserving of dignity. And it should not require a maiming or torture in order for us to recognize a lynching when we see it and recognize it by federal law and call it what it is, which is that it is a crime that should be punishable. Make sure you request your mail-in or absentee ballot now and vote in 2020. 
You like our flavor. More music. More chat. More Cafe Mocha on the way in just minutes. Hi, I'm Rashawn McDonald, the host of Money Making Conversation. The Cafe Mocha Swag Award is a celebration of black men who are making a difference in our community by empowering others to reach their life goals. From civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities, and everyday dads, the Cafe Mocha Swag Award winner this week is... Prentice Penny. He is a Peabody and Golden Globe Award-winning writer, director, and producer who continues to change the game with his groundbreaking Netflix original film, Uncork, where he is the writer and director and is the showrunner and executive producer of the hit HBO series, Insecure. I've been super blessed to, like, mostly had the same writers. from, And so I think that brings, like, a level of, you know, people being super, like, familiar with how we want to tell the stories and and the way to tell stories and what works and what doesn't work on our show, but still offering, you know, fresh new insight and fresh takes on it. Uh, and so uh, I think that, and obviously we have an amazing cast, which it just makes our job easier. The would, Cafe Mocha Swag Award represents men who have strength, whose wisdom is assertive, and who is genuine in their spirit. Cafe Mocha, yo, yo, still looking for female DJs. We need somebody to take care of the mocha mix for us. Go to CafeMochaRadio.com, get a few minutes worth of a mix ready, send it in, and you could become part of the Cafe Mocha Radio family. Until next time, make sure you wear a mask, stay at least six feet apart, and please stay safe. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.